come into light in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare by the power of God's Holy Spirit, your spiritual ears are open to God's direction in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You are coming into new levels today in the name of Jesus Christ. Maritally, you are coming to new levels. Spiritually, you are coming to new levels. Physically, you are coming to new levels. Financially, you are coming to new levels. Mentally, you are coming to new levels. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that the grace of God come upon your life so strong. Let the grace of God come upon your life so strong, moving you from where you are into where you ought to be in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the grace of God, the gifts of God, the power of God, the blessing of God within you that has been dormant in the name of Jesus become active in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the grace of God within you become active in the name of Jesus Christ. Every form of pain, agony that you have been going through in the name of Jesus Christ, you are breaking forth. You are breaking forth from all pain. You are breaking forth from all chains. You are breaking forth from all struggles in the name of Jesus Christ. You are breaking forth today in the name of Jesus. I declare you are launched into your new season. You are launched into your new season in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every form of confusion, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke confusion in the name of Jesus Christ. Over your business, I rebuke confusion in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke sorrow. I rebuke depression in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke the spirit of depression over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare joy in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the Lord Almighty restore your joy. Let the Lord Almighty restore your strength in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare the reign of the Spirit where you are. There is a shift. There is a shift for someone right here. As I'm speaking, ideas are dropping to some people under the sound of my voice. You are knowing what to do over those circumstances, over those things. Let me tell you something. I just want to, if you can pray in tongues, pray in tongues. If you can pray in understanding, pray in understanding right now. The power of God is so strong. And I want us to just, you know, get drunk into it and I'll teach. Let us just get drunk in the spirit a little bit, then I'll teach, okay? Let us just get drunk in the spirit and I'll teach. If you can pray in tongues, just pray in tongues. If, 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 if you can pray in understanding, just lay all your issues right now. There is this covenant of answered prayer that is active this moment. Covenant of answered prayer that is active this moment. As you're going to be praying, you're going to be hearing instant testimonies, instant manifestation, instant change. Just, just pray, just pray, just pray. Just pray. Just pray. If you can pray in tongues, pray in tongues. If you can pray and understand, just begin to say everything that you desire. Just begin to pray. Rete ke de na roska makata yekete ni gabrada abata ni katu ne kataya ne 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 
Father, touch your people tonight. Father, touch your people tonight. Let them come into new, new levels of victory. New levels of victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them come to new levels of victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them come to new levels of victory in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare instant testimonies by the grace of God. Um, by the grace and the confidence of answered prayer that is at work tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Father, I declare peace. I speak peace in the name of Jesus. As from today, no more toiling for you. It is grace plus what you have. I speak over someone wherever they have been rejected, forsaken, neglected, abandoned, buried, and silenced. This day is the day the Lord has made you an eternal excellence, the pride of a nation, the joy of all generations. In the name of Jesus Christ, listen to me. I speak over people who are sick. Who are having pain in any part of your body be healed in the name of Jesus Christ be healed now in the name of Jesus Christ I speak healing I speak power in the name of Jesus Christ let the power of God come upon you the power of Yeshua Mashiach let it come upon you where you are right now you are healed in Jesus name let that pain go if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that is using glasses if I don't have the sound of my voice, you are using glasses. I want you to take off that glasses right now. Place your hand on your on your eye. I don't care your age, whether you're 90, whether you're 60, whether you're 12, whether you're 5, whether you're 124, whatever your age might be. I want you to take off that glasses. If you are using glasses, take off that glasses. Put your hands, lay your hands upon your eyes, and I'll speak to you. Let the grace of God rest upon your hand right now. I speak over those eyes that they are healed in the name of Jesus Christ they are corrected in the name of Jesus I speak correction over those eyes right now in the name of Jesus Christ eyes declare and see well in Jesus mighty name take off your hands now I want you to begin to do what you couldn't do before what couldn't you do before? I want you to begin to do them right now. If you have a testimony, you can go on our group chat on WhatsApp or Telegram and share your testimony there. Or you can contact us on our social media handle, Riverbuck International. And tell us your testimony. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. You're welcome once again. Hallelujah. I just have to just follow the direction of the Holy Spirit to minister to people, then I should teach. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Almighty. I still feel like praying. I still feel like praying. 
Perhaps we should have a prayer service soon. We should have a prayer service. How many of you like that? If you like that, let me know. Now you can go to the chat session on Mixler or on our social media handle and just tell me, I love the prayer service. You know, if you like to have a prayer service, you can just notify. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you all the praise, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, as we go into your word, we pray that you open the eye, our eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus. Cause us to see, clear all errors, and open our eyes to the truth. And cause us, give us the grace to receive the truth and let our life be transformed forever. By this knowledge of your word, Father, let our mind be renewed and let us move from one level of glory to another in all ramification. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You're welcome. You're welcome once again. You can still share the link to um, your friend, your family, your neighbor, your colleagues, your associates, and anyone that you would love to that they should join. Okay? Share the link with them. God bless you. All right. If you have your Bibles with you, which you should have with you, turn your Bibles... Go get your Bibles. Go get your writing materials right now. Quickly. Go get them. Go get your writing materials. You should jot. Now turn your Bibles to Todd John. Todd John. Some may ask, Pastor, is there anything like Todd John? Yes, it's before the Revelation. Todd John is before Revelation. Todd John, verse 2. Todd John, verse 2. There's only one chapter there. 3 John verse 2. Today I will be teaching on breaking spiritual limits. Breaking spiritual limits. Well, the Holy Spirit is telling me there is someone under the power of God right now. The power of God is like the Lord is ministering to you. And the Holy Spirit is still saying, revealing to me that he's, he's correcting your perspective, showing you the things He wants you to do and the things He wants you to have. Receive them, receive them, receive them. Hallelujah. Okay, now, Third John chapter two, um, verse 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That soul there means spirit. That is, as your spirit man is prospering, I pray that everything around you prospers. What John was writing to the reader, Gaius, the recipient is Gaius. Gaius was an elder, what you may call assistant pastor, possibly pastor as well. So, John, the Apostle John, was writing to him. He said, he's pray, he, pray, he prayed for him that he prospers in all things the same way his spiritual life is prospering. That is, as his spiritual life is growing, increasing, being blessed, he prays that everything around him is blessed. And as I meditated on this verse, I carefully understood that 
before we see any results in our physical life, we need to see them in our spiritual life. That is, everything that we externalize were first internalized. Everything that is externalized was first internalized. So, spiritual prosperity leads to all-round prosperity. Turn your Bibles to Psalm 1. Let us read verse 1 to 3. That was a place we got the name Riverbank from. That was a place we got the name Riverbank from. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Are you there? Can someone please help me to post this on our social media handle so that those who are on WhatsApp and on Telegram can be following us? Thank you. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2 says, But But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he, and in his law he meditates day and night. Verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. That's where we got riverbank from. Verse 3 precisely. So, a man was described here, and the Bible made it clear that this man is spiritual. He forbids, to be, he forbids himself for being carnal. That was what verse 1 was saying, that blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, who does not stand in the path of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. So, he forbids himself from walking in carnality he forbids himself from walking in carnality he decides to spend his life being spiritual now listen because of his spiritual discipline it led to his spiritual prosperity and this now led to this thing we now see that in verse 3 it says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and we know that any tree that plants itself itself where there's water, that tree will never complain of drought. So what he's trying to say here is that a man who seeks to be spiritual has planted himself in unending resources. A man who seeks to be spiritual has planted himself. So the gain of when you commit yourself to spiritual growth, when you commit yourself to spiritual discipline, when you commit yourself to the word of God, to prayer, to fasting, to spiritual things, you are planting yourself. And don't forget that the Bible in the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 likened the word of God to water. So the word of God is like water. Water, a rain. Okay? 
So when you give yourself to the word of God, you meditate on it, you are planting yourself, your life, to a river of water. And you will bring forth fruit. Your leaves shall not wither, and whatever you do, you shall prosper. All right. Follow me carefully right now. I want to explain something to you. Okay. It is God's will for you to prosper in everything that you are doing. It is God's intended will for you to become fruitful, for you to excel, for you to triumph in everything of your life, in every areas of your life. But these verses that we just read has painted a picture to us that before we experience prosperity in every areas of your, our life, we first of all experience prosperity in our spiritual life. Because it is what we see on the outside is exactly what has taken place on the inside. Take for instance, when you bring a child from the hospital, you start feeding the child. The child starts growing because you are feeding it, feeding the child. Now, the baby will refuse to grow when you deny the baby of food. What is happening? What you are giving the child physically that is going inside the child is now reflecting on the outside of the child. So what, is, what we see outside is a result of what is taking place on the inside. The more the child takes in food, the more we see the physical manifestation of growth because food is the one that is in charge of that growth. So we are now seeing it physically. Are you understanding what I'm saying right now? It's like when you, for guys, when you go um, do your hair, when you go barb your hair right now, you, especially for those who are, of us who are beard steady and everything, and you shave everything, and two weeks later you went back to the salon to go and shave again. What is happening? This thing is growing because something is happening on the inside that is causing it to grow. This growth that we are seeing on the in, outside first of all, took place on the inside. Prosperity that we experience on the outside is the effects of the prosperity that we see that we are having on the inside. I want to, I want to take you to First Chronicles, chapter 4. First Chronicles, chapter 4. First Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 10. Look at what... Oh, no, sorry. Verse 9. From verse 9. First Chronicles 9. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Now, verse 10 says, And Jabez called on God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you may bless me indeed enlarge my territory that my that your hand will be with me and that you will keep me from evil that i may not cause pain so god granted him what he requested people what jabez was asking god was similar to what jacob asked from god a change of name he knew that what he wanted to see what he's seen 
in his life was as a result of what was happening in his spiritual life. They called him Jabez, meaning pain, agony, trouble, issues, problem. That's someone's name. Hey, problem. How are you doing today? You good? All right. Good morning, issue. Good morning, catastrophe. How can someone be bearing such a name? Hey, good morning, pain. How are you doing? Oh, pain. Uh, I'm feeling pain right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Pain is feeling pain. It is well. Now, this is happening. This happened. This was the story of Jebus because of what was happening on the inside. Now, he prayed for a change of story. And God affected it first in the spirit. So he knew it was a spiritual issue. So he affected it. Now, what does it mean to be breaking spiritual limits? Breaking spiritual limits is actually growing spiritually. Is growing spiritually. Is growing spiritually. Growing in understanding. Growing in the wisdom of God. Growing in the word. Breaking spiritual limits is breaking, growing spiritually, moving from the level you are into a new level because the more we grow spiritually, the more we grow in all areas of life. Because what we need to understand first is the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 7, which says that, and God, and the Lord God formed man. From the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life a man became a living being our body was formed the same way the our physical body all of us got formed can someone me to post these scriptures in the in our group chat please the telegram the whatsapp please all those scriptures i'm saying please just need to post them so they can be aware of what we're doing and you can make short notes so then please god bless you thank you whoever is doing that god bless you thank you so much now, Genesis 2, 7 made it clear that man is a spiritual being. Our body is like a house that we are living in. This is not us. If you see me physically, that's not me. That's my body. Because this body is expendable. But the real me, I'm on the inside. That was what the Bible was describing as the breath of life, the spirit. So God deposited the spirit inside that body. Then man became a living being. Being. So, we need to understand that man was first spiritual before he started having physical experience. Man was existing in God. God brought man out of him and blew him into a dust. And that thing became a body that man was began to live in. So, man was first spiritual. So, everything in our life, first of all, happens in the spirit before we now see the physical manifestation on the outside. The same thing Bibles described about Jesus. The Bible said that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. The sacrifice of Jesus was, first of all, done in the spirit before it was, now, before it was done on Golgotha. So, that's the reason why the sacrifice of Jesus is eternal. The sacrifice of Jesus is eternal. That's why your forgiveness is eternal. God does not forgive you today and is angry with you tomorrow. You are eternally forgiven. You are forgiven once and for all. Christ died for you once and for all. There's no need for any sacrifice anymore. He, he took all your sins once and for all. 
your sin, the, the perpetuation of what Adam did, the, it took that sin away. The sin that we had was what Adam did for, or you know, it, what Adam did that we all of us are now paying for. So Jesus paid for that price. So the sin was taken away before the foundation of the world. So your, your forgiveness is eternal. It's not something that comes and goes. You understand that? So the same thing, before you have this experience on the outside, it has to first of all happen on the inside. Is someone with me? Let us go to the book of Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. Isaiah 10 27. It says, It shall come to pass in that day that the burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Now, if you read the Hebrew translation or another version of the Bible, you will see that the word, the anointing there was talking about spiritual growth. That the body will be taken away from you when you grow spiritually. A lot of people sometimes pray for some things, but the issue is that their spiritual man has not been filled with the understanding. So that is why they are not breaking forth. Let me tell you something. Be it that you are experiencing demonic attack, demonic issues, or anything right now. If you can just grow spiritually, you will break out of it. Let me give you an instance. When I was young, uh, I was, I think, four or five that time. All of a sudden, I looked at my pajamas. I saw that it was very small, that I couldn't wear it anymore. But I remembered carefully that I used to wear these pajamas. It was so small that I was wondering, like, how come I can't wear this thing anymore? So guess what I was saying? I was saying that the clothes were shrinking instead of having understanding that I was growing. Can you see the difference? I was saying that this cloth is shrinking. It was, I was then when I started having understanding that actually I'm growing. The cloth is not, is not shrinking. I would look at my slippers. My sandals, when I was young, I love those sandals, they were beautiful. I wanted to wear them again when I was four, but it's covered that I couldn't wear them anymore. I was saying that this, my clothes and my shoe is getting smaller. I, was, I remember I was telling my mom that my clothes and my shoe is getting smaller. But the thing is that they were not getting smaller, I was growing bigger. Same thing is happening. Same thing will happen to you. When you grow spiritually, you will see that there are some challenges some issues, some things that will come to you that will not bug you anymore, that will not affect you anymore because of what? You have grown spiritually. Years ago, I remember I couldn't heal headache. Anytime I have headache, I would go and take my pills. But later, I had enough faith to get rid of headache. Years ago, I, didn't, I never had enough faith to cure HIV. I couldn't pray for anybody that was HIV. I didn't have enough faith, but I've grown more. So right now, I can pray for someone who has HIV and the person will recover. You understand right now? So the more you grow spiritually, the more you see that you are breaking forth in different areas of life. You have more faith for something. You have more patience for something. You have more capacity for things. So it's all about spiritual growth. The growth that you experience on the inside will be vivid on the outside. 
Hallelujah. If you get that, type on the, in the chat section that you got that. Type in the chat section that you got that. Type in the chat section that you got that. Because the expectation of our life is written in the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. I want to read it to you. You have God. No, 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 pardon me, sorry. That's not the verse I was actually to say. That's not the verse I was, I want to say. It is actually, um, the verse I was going to say was, um, it's in first John chapter 4 that declared that as God is in heaven, so are we on earth. As God is in heaven, so are we on earth. Our spiritual reality is this that the way God is in heaven, so are we on earth. God is glorified in heaven. So we are meant to live a glorified life on earth. So we are now expected to grow to that place of consciousness whereby we are now translated from ordinary to the extraordinary. But this first of all takes place in the spirit realm. Are you understanding what I'm saying? This first of all takes place in the spirit realm. When we, are, when, when, when we grow in the spirit, in the reality of what Jesus has done, we will begin to experience it on the outside. Because what Jesus did for us is seen also in Colossians Colossians chapter 1. Let us read Colossians chapter 1. Verse, verse 13 to be precise. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. He said, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of His marvelous Son in, of His Lord. So people begin to question right now. Okay, if God, Jesus has delivered us from the power of darkness... Why am I still experiencing delay? Why am I still experiencing um, stagnation? Why am I still experiencing uh, uh, I, I don't get, I don't have a job, unemployment? It's like my marriage is not working. It's like I'm not good at this. It's like I'm slow as this. It's like I'm limited in this area. It's like I'm limited in that area. Let me tell you something. You are limited in these areas of your life because spiritually you are limited. I told you in the first one I said, I said, man was not supposed to spirit before he became physical. So, your spiritual experience determines your physical experience. Who you are in the spirit is who you are on the outside. Your understanding in the spirit is what you have on the outside. So, Jesus Christ has delivered you from the power of darkness. So, why is it that the devil is still tormenting your life? Bringing accusation. Bringing guilt. Bringing limitations into your life is because spiritually you are still limited. That's the reason why. Spiritually, you are not working in victory, so physically, you can't work in victory. So that is why I said we have to first of all break spiritual limits before we start breaking physical limits. People will be saying, I'm seeing spirit husband. 
My business is not growing. I'm confused. Confusion, spirit husband. Everything is taking place in the spirit, your spiritual life first. Until you break forth from this experience spiritually before you start seeing them stop physically. That is the reason why you see in the place of deliverance. Sometimes you see them gather around someone. They will pray, 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 pray. The person is not delivered. They will be saying that to, uh, not saying to the person, be attending the church. Don't worry, the Lord is with you. Keep attending, keep attending. You will now see that the more the person becomes faithful in attending the service, gradually the person now starts having new experience physically. What is happening? The spiritual eyes of understanding. The person is beginning to have a new understanding. The person is beginning to have a new understanding. The person, listen, let me make you understand something right tonight. The Bible said in the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, that anything that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So our faith in Christ Jesus is the power to overcome the world. But you keep asking, Lord, I have faith in you. I believe in Jesus Christ already. I'm born again. Why is it that the world is still troubling me? It's as if I've not overcome it. It's so simple. Let me show you something. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Please follow me carefully. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Let me show you how to break into new realms. How to have victory. Tonight I'm going to teach you. Second Corinthians, chapter 10, chapter 10, oh, all right, please give me a minute, let me fix my music here, I don't know what's happening, something went to come press something, okay, it's like the music is helping us, so let me, let me bring back the DJ, Aha. All right. Okay, let me continue. Second Corinthians chapter 10, right? Let us read from verse 4. Second Corinthians chapter 10. From verse 4. Let us read from verse 4. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. They are not carnal means they are not mental, they are not physical. He said they are mighty in God. That is, they are spiritual. The weapon of our warfare are spiritual. They are mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, verse 5 says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Can, do you understand what I, those, those two verses said? Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. Do you understand what he said? What he's saying is this your life is under an experience possibly a limitation a hindrance one or two things or the other like that 
it's saying that until you bring that area of life in alignment with what Christ has done for you, according to the word, you can't experience the word. Let me give you an instance. While I was growing up, I easily fall sick to the extent that they had to do a test for me to check if I was SS. They discovered that I was not SS. I just used to fall sick. So, I usually take drugs. Thank God my mom is a medical person, so I was taking drugs. While I was going to the university, guess what? I went with a bag of drugs. A bag of drugs. To the point that I was helping people who are sick. You know, I'll give them, say, take this paracetamol. Take two in the morning, take two in the afternoon, take two in the night. Oh, you're having stomach, running stomach. How is it doing you? How is your eye? Are you swelling? Does you experience so-so thing? Are you feeling pain on this side of your body? Okay, okay, so this is what you do. I became a chemist. Not a pharmacist. I wasn't a doctor. I became a chemist. So one day, I began to study. Around 3 a.m., and I saw 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that by his scribes, I've been healed. Been healed. I, I paused. I began to think about that scripture. I was like, what? I've been healed. And I've been struggling about my sickness. All this while, I rebuked sickness from today. Two weeks later, the devil showed up with sickness. I told my friends, I said, excuse me, I'm coming. I went into my room. I sat down on the floor. I prayed in tongues for like 30 minutes. The sickness departed. I took those drugs. I disposed it. Now I'm a living testimony. You are experiencing some things in your life. Go check the Bible. And bring your mind in obedience to Christ. Your marriage, you are experiencing issues. Your businesses, you are experiencing limitation. Your life has not moved from one spot for the last five years. Go and pray. Let the Lord reveal to you what the issue is. Go into the word and bring your mind, your mind in alignment. Let me tell you something. Everything you need, every breakthrough you need in life, God has deposited into your spirit through Christ Jesus. All the breakthroughs, all the joy that you need, all the power that you need, he said everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given unto us. It has been given to you already. So the limitation you are experiencing is because of the smallness of your mind. Can you please check the message translation of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11 to 13? The Bible made it clear there in the message translation, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11 to 13, that the life that we have in Christ is a broad life, a big life, an exceeding life. But the smallness we are experiencing in Christ is because of the smallness in our mind, a limitation in our mind. Our mindset is the reason why we are limited physically. The bridge between spiritual reality and physical manifestation is our mind. 
when your mind is not in tune with what Jesus Christ has done for you, your spiritual mind will be prosperous, but your physical life will be poor. Until your mind is filled with the spiritual reality, the spiritual prosperity that Christ has freely given unto you, your physical life will show no result of prosperity. Look, other than you going through tests, trial, God trying to build you up, I mean, as in other than God preparing you for a phase of life, I'm talking about people who are experiencing limitation indeed, not God testing or proving or building you up. I'm talking about God even when God is testing, building you up, God is trying to bring your mind in obedience to Christ. That's the reason why you are... Let me tell you something. Some of you are a bit bitter. You are broken. You are having some sad experience or one or two things like that. Do you know what God is actually doing in all those things to glorify himself? He's bringing everything in obedience to Christ. He's shaping you that you may be able to come in alignment of what he has done for you spiritually. That's the reason why a lot of people are still in training, spiritual training, for years. Why? Their mind is yet to understand those things. Have you not seen people who spent nine years, 12 years in secondary school? They repeated every class. Do you know why? Their mind was unable to get the promotion. So until your mind comes in alignment, the obedience of what Christ has done, you will stay in that training. You will be there. Now, that's one. I'm not talking about those who are experiencing indeed limitation by the devil. The devil is not attacking you. The devil is attacking your mind. He doesn't want your mind to see that reality that Christ has done for you. Because he knows that the day you see it, you'll be free. That is why we keep telling you, study the word. Let your mind be renewed. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Because... The transformation that you desire physically is dependent on the the renewal of your mind. The more your mind is renewed, the more your physical life will be transformed. So the limitation you are experiencing, the childlessness you are experiencing in that marriage, that issue that you are experiencing that no man is yet to marry you, is because of your mind. Your mind is that I'm having spiritual issues. Nobody having spiritual issues gets victory. Until you start having the mindset of, I don't have spiritual issues, that is the time you start experiencing victory physically. Pray in songs for a little bit. Pray in songs, pray in songs. Maranda suko leke telege delebre nene mama suko le teleba Imbarano shi kata yanda laba mamratu si kata laba Say to yourself I'm breaking forth I am breaking forth Until you bring your mind in obedience to Christ Second Corinthians chapter 6 11 to 13 The smallness Let me let me let me open it for you I am seeing you living a large life. 
that prosperous life. I declare limitations are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Limitations are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. No more smallness of mind in the name of Jesus. Message translation. Thank you, Lord. Second Second Corinthians 6, 11 to 13. Listen, dear, dear Corinthians, let me say to you, dear, dear river bankers, like John will say, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you are living them in a small way. I am speaking as plainly as I can with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. You are living small because of your mind. Why is it that in the dark, when you are eating in the dark, your hand does not go to your eye, it goes to your mouth. Your mind has been educated strictly how to direct your hand into your mouth, even when you close your eyes. Until you become conscious of what Christ has done for you, you will live below limits. Say it again, I'm breaking forth. And I have broken forth. So the first thing you need to break spiritual limits is to correct your mind. Educate your mind to become conscious of what Christ has done. Until you become conscious of your marriage in Christ, your marriage will be outside Christ's experience. Until you become conscious of your business in Christ, your business will be outside Christ's experience. So, if you want to have the experience of Christ, you have to bring your life in obedience to Christ. Let me round up, then I'll begin to make prophetic declarations, okay? Let me round up. Let me round up. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Is someone still posting for me? Or they are under the Spirit? Ephesians chapter 1. But from verse 17, from verse 17, look at it. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, might give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, verse 18, the eyes of your understanding, Kai, being enlightened that you may know what the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19, what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead? There's a power. There's a power at work in us. That is what Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 was talking about. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think, according to the power for the kingdom of God is not in words, but in power. There's a power at work in us. That is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost can bring the prosper, spiritual prosperity that we have in Christ to reality until our mind is educated and brought under in alignment to this reality. That's the reason why the Holy Spirit, first of all, educates our mind. 
he teaches us he makes us he makes sure we are mature for that area before he we now start seeing the manifestation so spiritual maturity determines your physical manifestation spiritual maturity determines your physical manifestation let us read colossians 1 colossians colossians chapter 1 verse from um, verse 10 colossians chapter 1 verse 10 he says that you may walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god but what led to that look at verse 9 he prayed that you'll be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding can you see it's all about your mind do you know that faith is the key to bet the manifestation of what we are trusting God for in his word. But faith is an effect of our mind. Faith is an effect of our mind. What we see in our mind is what we believe in. So our life is directed by what we see in our mind. Our life is determined by our perspective. So the greatest thing I can give to you as a gift is a right perspective a clear perspective if i can change your mind i can change your life if i can change your mind i can change your life so before you can change your life some people will say i am depressed some people are so depressed that they are glad that they are depressed and they are okay with their life they are so depressed that they find little time to rejoice they are not joyful they have little friends and you, you when you tell them they say i'm okay with such a life i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay i'm alone in fact i don't mind i'm always keeping to myself you are depressed to the point that the devil is making you feel comfortable that you are depressed that's demonic that's a mind issue mind issue yet if you check them deep down they want a breakthrough let me tell you something faith works with pictures consciousness let me give an example someone gave there's a difference between a pregnant woman and a pot belly person a clear difference the difference is that the pot belly has fat the pregnant woman has a child so we will rejoice nine months later not over the pot belly man but over the pregnant woman A pregnant woman does not say she has pot belly. She says she's pregnant. A pot belly man does not say he is pregnant. He says he has pot belly. Can you see? There is something within them that they are conscious of. So you can punch a pot belly man, but you can't punch a pregnant woman. Our action, the way we treat the pregnant woman, is determined by is because of what is happening on the inside. We are treating her the way we are treating her because of what's happening on the inside. So until you become conscious of what Christ has done for you, we can't celebrate it on the outside. We won't see it on the outside. When you are conscious of it, the consciousness determines what you believe and your expectation. Because, you see, faith, as determined by Hebrews, is what? Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews 11 verse 1. 
It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you have faith in what you are conscious of. I'm conscious I'm a man. I can't become pregnant. Imagine I'm crying right now that they raped me. I'm not crying that, hey, I've been raped. Nine months later, I'm going to have a child. I can't even cry for that. It's a lady that will cry for that. Because she's a woman. She's conscious of it. So when you are conscious of this thing, it now becomes your reality. Because you believe it, you say it. Confession. Look, the reason why a lot of people are saying that the word of God is not working is that they read a place in the Bible and they just begin to confess it. They confess, they confess, and they don't see it. You can't see it because you are confessing something. When you now feel the heat of the problem, you see another thing. The reason why you are saying another thing is that that other thing you are saying, you have become conscious of it. It has become your part of your being. It has become part of your being. So you need to change your mind. Change your consciousness. When your consciousness changes, your confession will change. When your consciousness change, your confession will change. When your consciousness change, your confession will change. So before you start going about making confession, oh, I can't be sick. All of a sudden, you now start falling sick. You know that, ah, this sickness will not kill me. When someone asks you, what's wrong with you? Ah, I'm sick. Ah, I'm sick. Why are you sick? Now, if I attack you on the road and say you are sick, you say, God forbid, I'm not sick in the name of Jesus. But now, here is sickness. You are saying you are sick. What's happening? Your mind is yet to become conscious of your reality that you are healed in Christ. That's why you are still seeing it physically that you are sick. And because you are seeing it, you are not yet believing it. Because you are still saying that you are sick, you are still experiencing sickness. So, to, you, to break spiritual limits, you need to become conscious, mature in what Christ has done for you. Meditate on it. Pick the word. Study that, this experience that you want to have. It's a life. Christianity is a life. That's why we are experiencing it. Study it. Meditate on it. Meditate upon it so much that it now becomes part of you. It is when we meditate so much about something that we begin to bubble on the inside, then we begin to confess and begin to pray. Then as we begin to confess and begin to pray, we will now experience it. No matter how much my son, at this age as he is, confess that he's going to get married, he can't get married. Do you know why? He's not yet consciousness of the maturity that he's ready to get married. So he can't experience it. But when I got to the consciousness of I'm mature enough to get married, when I said I will get married, everything worked together and I got married. It now became my reality. You understand what I'm saying right now? May the Lord grant us understanding. Can we just begin to give him all the glory and thank him for today? Are you blessed? Do you know how to now break spiritual limits? Do you know how to now affect your life? First of all, get into the word. Study it, understand it. Meditate upon it. The meditation is the most important thing. Why? It deals with your mind. The mind is the bridge between spiritual reality and physical manifestation. The mind is the bridge between physical, spiritual reality and physical manifestation. So meditate. Think about it so much. 
Let it dawn on you. When it starts dawn on you, let me tell you something. No matter what happens, when they wake you up in the middle of the night, your confession will be what your mind has been thinking about. And then you now see a new reality. Let us give him all the glory tonight. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus.